number one live show in the world, West Coast Potluck Podcast. Coming to you from Pig Studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality, Super Steve Flores. Comedian extraordinaire, that dude, Johnny C. And Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to pop up. Yo, what's up? It's that time again. It's the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. That's us. Tuesday night, 8 o'clock. Whatever night I want to. You know what's up. Coming back on a regular time from Pigs with Studios with in Z. Compton, California. Just follow, Z. follow the potholes. Yeah, them That's bitches the are map. Don't fall into the potholes. <laughs> Did you see? I saw on Reddit the other day someone posted. It was like on Olympic in San Vicente where there was a giant pothole and people had just stacked their rims. I mean, like their hubcaps, oh, like on the corner. Like, yo, this is taking out. This they were popping tires like after oh, it rained. Damn. They got gnarly. Yeah. No way. Yeah, Can yeah. you sue for that shit? You so as a part of that, what is it? What it said in there is that you, if you contact the city, you can prove that they that it was because of that bottle. You could get a settlement from them. How long that takes, how much you get, yeah. who knows? But and there how to is prove it. right. But there is a, a system in place that yes, you should be able to get. Reimbursed from most Compton cities. will get some money up. Fuck no, Compton. You try, they're <laughs> they like, got money. If you call them and tell them that, they'll be like, you owe us two hundred bucks. Wasting our time. You popped our tire. You popped your tire on our street. Hell like, yeah. You owe us two hundred. Dude, bucks. Compton don't give a fuck about street takeovers, potholes, none of that shit. We're lucky we even got fucking the lights horses. and fucking water. Yeah, man. They even let people ride horses still. Yeah, man. It's, <laughs> it's gnarly you over there. You have to, dude. You have to because oh, the potholes. Yeah, you got to ride a horse. I got a solution. I don't even think they're potholes anymore. I think now they're like legally considered like sinkholes. So oh, watch is, out, guys. Uh, the land of ten thousand lakes. Well, that's we're how just, we keep everybody away. Street anyways. lakes. You know, that's yeah. how we keep everyone away from the studios. That's right. Secret location. Also brought to you by. Uh, you know what? We got the familia in the house that's today. True. We are yeah. here with Oscar of My Grito Industries. Welcome. And tip of the spear. And Oscar, there's no one else that can talk about our, our, our sponsor, our homies from House of Chingangos. Chingasos better than you can. Tell us a little bit about your fraternization. We were like, right before, we we're like, man, Mario does all the heavy lifting out there. He's so good at fucking doing it. Right before we pushed the button, we were talking about Mario being, and it was like, oh, and Mario's way of being good was like, Oscar, you do it. <laughs> I, go, I was delegated, and now I, I went straight to the source. Sure, sure, straight sure, to the I source. Understand. Absolutely have no problem talking about it. Yes, House of Chingasos. You can follow them on Instagram, on any social you go to their page, they have a shitload of clothes, whether it's t-shirts, tank tops, jackets, hoodies, hats. They have a lot of great stuff. That, and if you go in there, you go ahead and on the discount code, if you put West Coast Pop Lock Podcast, you'll be able to get a discount. Not only do you save money, but you also give an opportunity to give back to West Coast Pop Lock Podcast so they can continue to do what they're doing. Okay. What? By the way, I asked fucking Steve, do we got a fucking password for a discount? You did, you no, did. we got a link. Steve, it doesn't hey, work like on. that. You gave me a link, right? Yeah. Then I got a link. 
But, uh, but well, there's discount code. <laughs> the link I had was a regular link. Like, yeah, that doesn't work. But I'm going to put that there. <laughs> the people who get paid way more than I do on this show, they know what's going yeah, on. So yeah. I just, I, I did what I was told. I was just like, this isn't anything. But uh, once again, the discount code for that is what again? So if you do the name of the podcast, West Coast Pop Lock Podcast, you'll be able to get a discount. You're, you're looking at a good savings, so definitely check it out. Ooh. As a matter of fact, don't be surprised if the guys here, if they do a story tomorrow with the discount code. That way, all you have to do if you're following West Coast Pop Lock, which I'm sure you are, click that fucking link and you're able to yeah. save some money right oh, away. Yeah. There it is. Get the link, guys. Get <laughs> the link. But on top of that, today, obviously, we have Mike Grito in the house. We have one of your artists here today. Yes. Uh, Maria. Yes, what up everyone? Thank Hi. you for having me. Yeah, um, welcome. welcome. So, my name is Maria Sanchez. I also go by Groovy MS. I'm a soul funk artist from Riverside, California, but residing in Los Angeles and doing a lot of music out here in Los Angeles. And of course, working with my Grito Industries. So. Hell yeah. yeah. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Now, we actually got to catch you live. Uh, Steve and I went out to, I forget, the, the, that was... Uh, uh, the, the Mission Bar in Santa Ana. There we go. Yes. It was the um, Chicano Shuffle Chicano five-year yeah. anniversary. Yeah, so yeah. we were celebrating the five-year anniversary for those cats, and uh, we did have some artists. Uh, we had the McCharmleys, Bad Hombres, Bad Hombres was also on the label, and of course headlining was yours truly, Maria Sanchez, who fucking killed that show. Yeah. She did a great you. job. Heck yeah. yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> everyone's performance that night was incredible. I mean, it was a fun yeah. night to see everyone get along. It was a little yeah. cold, but aside from that, like you guys kept the energy yeah. going. There was fire in the in the mist yeah. and whatnot. So it was fucking great. Yeah, it was a good genre of music. It wasn't just like soul, you know. We had Bad Hombres who's more like rock. Um the McCharmies are what a little bit more um Billy Rock, like Something like that, you know, a little mix. They're of a good time. Yeah, They're a real yeah. good time. Uh, you know what? I didn't get I didn't get to catch them there, but a friend actually told me about them. So I've just mm. been kind of checking them out and kind of scoping them on my uh, on my radar right now. So there might yeah. be a Pigs Radio uh, interview coming soon with those there guys. You so there you go. I like them a lot. Uh, so now, how did you get in contact with Oscar and the whole Maigrito stuff? How did we? I'm, um, he stalked so you like everyone else? <laughs> <laughs> For the most part. Probably. I'm not like, I looked out my slipped front door into the DMs, slide right in. <laughs> Um, no, well, for, for us, um, it was two different things that took place in order for us to, to uh, get to know Maria. Um, she was working with one of our artists, Adrian Carmine. So sure. at one of the shows that Adrian was doing for Solo Records, mm -hmm. she was there singing with him. She sounded wonderful. But before we met her there, a good friend of ours, Wax Villain, went ahead and hit us up. And I mean, talk about a guy that's just... A fucking straight huge G. shout out to Wax Villain. Big shout out to tapping him. Tapping in, Don. Yeah. So Don is a real good dude. Where not only did he introduce us to Maria, and when we heard Maria, it was it was a done deal. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen her perform live, but it was one of those things that Rob and I were talking about. You you know when you have an artist like Etta James, when you have an artist like Amy Winehouse, when you have an artist like. And I mentioned to her recently, Alabama Shakes. Mm -hmm. And I know Alabama Shakes, they did the run on K-Rock, but I had an opportunity to check them out at Coachella. Fuck. Next level for me. <laughs> but what, what, what you have about those three young ladies is that when you hear them sing, you hear their soul. Sure. You hear pain. Yeah. You fucking feel that music. And when we had an opportunity to listen to Maria's music, it was no different. So that was an easy one for us. So big shout out to Don, who introduced us to Maria. Also to another artist that's on the label, Florencia Andrada from uh, Argentina. Um, so he introduces to her and some other artists that unfortunately didn't work out. 
but we lucked out with uh, with these two young ladies. You got the best of the best. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. What influences do you have? You hear most people when they start singing, oh, hey, I sang at, you know, uh, in the backyard with, mm -hmm. with, at the parties or a church or... Yeah. Because I just seen the... Um, uh, a movie, what, what's her name? Whitney Houston movie. Mm, mm -hmm, and it showed mm -hmm. her background and stuff. And yeah. usually it's like always the church and stuff. You sure. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and it was a good movie, by the way. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, so what was your, how did you start singing? What was your influence? Yeah, I, I mean, I've always sang since I was young. And you know, that's it's cliche to say like, yeah, since we were little and all that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I've always been surrounded around music. So my biological mother, who passed away when I was like eight years old, um, actually sang in mariachi. So I'm pretty sure that's probably where I get my soulfulness, like the, you know, the ability to sing at the range that I do. Um, but I didn't start getting serious about it probably until like 2018, because um, at the time I was starting college at UCLA. And for me, it was like a priority to to have stability and for that that was an education to fall back on you know because when in the music industry it's a 50 50 it's never it may be even less 50, it's not 50. guaranteed you know yeah. i'm gonna say a 50 50 you know <laughs> but um so the, for me it was a priority to get my education out of the way um you know last year i finished up with my master's in education uh, and so that's when i really started getting more serious about music but always been around music my whole life really into oldies um in terms of influences Etta james is definitely one of those um I mean, a lot of like Spanish throwbacks too. Just hearing, uh, you know, around the house, around family parties, and all that. But yeah, I like that you're like, no, now I got this education. Let's yeah. get this out of here, and now let's do that. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know it's there, and that's fine. But now I don't have to think about it anymore. Now I'm yeah. gonna, now I'm gonna do this. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, I still work in education. Um, but I, but you know but, what yeah. I mean, where you're like, all right, that's not the important part anymore. Yeah, now, this now is it's 100. percent Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, uh, shout out to D. Run all the way from Jersey. He just lets us know that Whitney Houston's from New Jersey. You know what? Thanks, hey, D. hey, guess what, D? Not everything has to be about New Jersey. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find a way to squeeze New Jersey into anything? <laughs> yeah. I, I think that every single time that D mentions Jersey, we got to take a shot of whatever it is that we're drinking. <laughs> Get out of here, man. <laughs> So uh, right now with Maigrito, uh, is there is there new music or is there are you guys putting out music together or what's what's going on? Is um, he recording? Uh, yeah. So um, this towards the end of last year, I started uh, forming my band, which thankfully like we're all solid now. We started performing. Um, so we are currently working on new music in hopes to release an LP under Maigrito Industries. Um, a lot of that, of course, is going to be soul, but we're definitely going to mix it up uh, on the genres because you know for me personally, and uh, I know a lot of. Um, folks within my band, we pull from a lot of genres, from rocksteady, from funk, disco, everything. So um, I'm super excited for folks to hear that. I know we started performing some of the new songs already, which are a little bit different from my first releases. But yeah, so that's in the works for sure. What's this video that you have on your YouTube? It's only one video you have. What's that about? Because it's, it's telling us <laughs> there's going to be new music coming around the corner February. Well, that was uh, last year's release. Oh, last so this, year. Okay. Yeah, that's part of uh, this uh, limited edition release oh. that we did. Uh, so it was a co-release between Magrito Industries and the first label that I actually worked with, which is uh, Soltun Records. It's based in Sweden. So they're the ones who initially discovered me as an artist, and then eventually uh, we co-released with Magrito Industries. That album yeah. cover is super cool. I know. Yeah, shout really out to like uh, Dead Format. Check him out on Instagram. He did all the graphic artwork on this, the lettering and all that. Love. It's so simple, but yet like it speaks volumes, you know? So It's yeah. 
so easy <laughs> to fuck something up trying to do it like oh we'll just make it simple and it's like oh that's yeah. not simple like that you know like, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah but this is and, that, and that's the hardest thing to do is simple i was just talking to a friend of mine who's yeah. an artist and we were going through some artists that influenced him mm -hmm. and it was showing the simplicity of the art but, it, but right. it's so complex to be that simple right mm -hmm. to be able to strip it down like yeah. sometimes look yeah. you gotta get you know you get big and then you fucking bring it in yeah, yeah. I, I mean i think it comes down to like we overthink it too much you yeah. know sure. like uh, it's always good to trust your first instinct. Like, if you feel like that's it, that's it. Because then once you start thinking about, like, well, what if these people, like, don't like it? Fuck it. They don't like it. They don't yeah. like it, you know? Like, you're, there, there's a reason you started it that way, you right. know? Yeah. So, Look, the pl yeah. I tell people, like, the plan is the plan. Mm -hmm. Regardless of whether it's hard now. Yeah. Like, no, like, there was, there was a plan. Stick to it. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the plan. Yeah. <laughs> your plan started off with doing the soldies? Or did you have so, something else in mind? I'm really big on R&B, so um, I started off my Groovy MS page by doing just covers of music, and a lot of that was heavily influenced on soul, but mostly R&B actually, um, and that's still music uh, you know that I want to release uh, for folks to listen, just because I do have the range that fits in. I mean, that's typically what I listen to, apart from oldies on the daily, you know. So yeah, we're seeing a big uh, surge in that. There's quite a few uh, artists that you have also on mm -hmm. the label, and it's just coming like doing a comeback like. Just getting, just getting that new vibe on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, there's old stuff, but now the younger generation. It's good to see that because sometimes you don't. You know, sometimes in in certain things, the generation wants to change it or make it something different. And mm -hmm. and I've seen that your generation, the mm -hmm. artists that you have, are within that, but putting their own twist on it. And that's what that's what you know that's what makes it good. I think we see that in uh, a lot of folks like. I feel like myself, I'm an old soul. I'm I'm super young and people don't believe me. But uh, I, I think it comes from having that love for that type of music mm -hmm. that was released, you know, years ago. It's like, it, they, that's why they, they call it like, a, what is it, like golden music? Or, you know, it's always going to, timeless. There we go, timeless. Like, it's it's never going to get old, you know? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think the artists that are always in that genre that are like, never get old is like a Bob Marley, like, mm -hmm. the, like Etta mm -hmm. James, like, you know, yeah. bands of that nature. Mm -hmm. Like, Every generation can enjoy it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you know, being like you know, I can only speak for myself. Mm -hmm. I know, like for me, at my house, there's you know rancheras, and then there's oldies, and then there's you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying. My daddy would listen to swing because my my dad was born here, but my mom's mm -hmm. from Mexico. And then you have your cousins coming over, you know, from the neighborhood, and they're mm -hmm. playing all the old school jams, and so you get this big you know variety of music, yeah. and it's it's good to hear you know uh, young mm -hmm. younger talent within that genre and still keeping it alive. For sure, yeah. I, I'm definitely grateful to to even have the opportunity to do that because I think we have so many platforms too mm -hmm. that allow us to even put out music and so easily, I think, now than ever before, so. And what's beautiful about it is that in the Soldies uh, arena, there's there's an appreciation at all ages. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because from a long time ago, you're going with your Theo or whatever and you go out there to see some of the shows, or I mean, for the most part, you see mostly gray hair, like like <laughs> sure. me right now. But um, when we've gone to a Maria show, when we've gone to an Adrian Carmine show, and when we've gone to a Trish Toledo show, it's all ages. Yeah, it mm -hmm. feels real good that music like Soldies, Oldies, mm -hmm. it's something that can continue to be appreciated, um, not disrespected, 
but just something that can that can continue to be appreciated by multiple generations. And I think it's something that's easy to listen to. That's the mm -hmm. thing. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, we all like some crazy shit too, like some rock or some death metal, whatever the hell it may be yeah. mm -hmm. that you may like. But it's so easy to, to listen to. It's not something that your parents are like, hey, turn that shit off. Or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's just like you, you have it on and they look and they're like, who's playing that? Oh, you? So that's yeah. when they pull the. What do you know about this? Yeah, that's grown folk music. That's when your parents are telling you, "Bring me a cello or something. We're gonna enjoy this together. Yeah, have a little yeah. moment." Yeah, yeah, definitely. I enjoy getting older and being in that position now, telling younger people that, like, "What do you know about this shit? You don't know nothing about this 1989 stuff." Yeah. Oh, boy, you know? But then they start reciting it word for word, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah. And they do know. Now we're about to know something right now because we have uh, we have that track and we're gonna play it really quick so we can check it out.
That was Maria Sanchez. <laughs> hey, love on the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Dude, that was some professional <laughs> shit right there. Man. Thank, you, thank you. Seems so, like you've done that before, yeah. both of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I forget how different I sound on uh, audio versus live. And I think it's because uh, when you're in such a controlled space, it's like you're focused on sounding like a certain way. So when I sing live, my voice is deeper. Sure. I'm all, what the fuck? <laughs> I, is it weird hearing yourself? Not that it's weird, um, but I start uh, almost like judging or critiquing of everything mm-hmm. because I'm my worst critic, and that's going to be with anyone. Like any artist is always going to say the same thing because we always want it a certain way. So it's not weird, but I'm just like listening, like, what could I have done probably different, you know? I love yeah. that you have vinyl. That's music yes. that's meant to be listened yes. to on vinyl. That's what, <laughs> when I was listening, I was, that's my yeah. first thought was, this is record music, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Thank you. Definitely yeah. record music. Yeah. Uh, we got a bunch of comments coming in online right now. Uh, Wax Villain, <laughs> Stephanie, they're all sending you all yeah. kinds of great love online. Thank you, thank you. They're enjoying the music. Adrian. Romantico. Adrian. <laughs> El Romantico. Why is he called El Romantico? That's his wrestling name. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love he just wears that. a lucha mask, so you never know it's him. Uh, Oscar keeps talking about putting on his like lucha stuff. All he's already <laughs> mentioned it a couple times. I think by the end of the show, he's gonna rip out of his fucking right. out of his clothes into That's his why wrestling you're in the gear. Crew neck, huh? He's like, I'm gonna be. He's like, I'm, I'm, I gotta go. I'll see you later, guys. And then <laughs> a later, <laughs> some dude. Who's this guy? I'm, I'm a completely different person. He'll be in those wrestle ruse. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> uh, Adriana out here, beautiful song. Thank you, thank you. Shout out to everyone tapping in. You have a lot of uh, fans out there, so obviously we see the momentum that's happening mm. out there. Definitely. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't like the word fans because Admirers? I feel like... Admirers? Stalkers? What <laughs> else would you like? <laughs> oh, that's, that yeah. <laughs> that's how we found Oscar. No, uh, <laughs> I, I like to call them like soulful lovers, you know, because they, they like the same type of music I do and that I'm putting out. So I see it more of a community, if anything. Like, I, I don't like seeing it like, oh, like I'm this big singer and I got all these fans. Like it's, And I do appreciate the support without a doubt. But I don't like seeing fans for some reason. I don't know. Mm. Your community and everybody has their part in it. You yeah, know? Yeah. I mean, you're doing your job. They're doing yeah. theirs. That's I try to, yeah, on. I try to engage with everyone, especially on social media. You know, I think it's uh, important to to show your gratitude for the time that people are putting in to even listen to your music. You know, it's not like just assume that people are gonna uh, like it or you know. The first time from doing this podcast, we did a live show at <laughs> the bar, and the first time someone was like, "Yo." Mm-hmm. I listen, you know, who I who I didn't know personally, you know. Uh-huh. It was like, oh, holy shit! Thank you so yeah. much, you know. Like, so I understand the exact yeah. feeling that you're talking about. It's pretty badass, yeah. you know. <laughs> Have you had anyone come up to you and say, "Hey, um, that Sam Jimenez," just to make it? <laughs> yeah. What was that? What I'm saying? <laughs> oh no! Somebody, somebody say like, no, 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 yeah, yeah, go, go. No, somebody say like, hey, you know what? That helped me through this. That touch me this way i got over a breakup or a past yeah. me. like you know what i mean help somebody in that sense and and you know what mm-hmm. i mean i have had uh, a couple messages through social media and that's why like i think this is like the perfect era and in year to even be doing music because we can connect with folks that way um where a lot of my lyrics because um, i write all my all my lyrics for my music is coming from personal experience mm-hmm. or it's coming from experiences that i feel like a lot of folks have but don't talk on sure and because it's so difficult to express that and you know that that's why i say like music will always say what you can't 
Um, but yes, mm. fortunately, or, you know, thankfully, I've had um, folks reach out and just express that, like, these lyrics speak so much on my personal experience, and it's nice to be able to hear it in words. Yeah. Did you see the Elvis movie? No. Because that's what they say in there. If you can't, if you can't uh, say it, sing it. You mm-hmm. know, and that, that is mm-hmm. the whole... So, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I'll have to check it out then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, you know, uh, touching the community, touching people. Um, you've had hurdles. Mm-hmm. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Hurdles and stuff Trust. like that. Cause, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, someone like, say drugs. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Trust. Trust. No, because we so always, you had problems. Drugs. Drugs. Like that. No, 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 not, not that. I mean, like hurdles, just like you know, uh, doors closing and mm-hmm. and thinking maybe this isn't for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, we always talk about that with us because mm-hmm. this is why we did the podcast. To be yeah. to be honest with you, it's a it was a something that we can come and hang out and really just like talk and express mm-hmm. ourselves and. You know, Johnny's a stand-up comedian, and, and that's mm-hmm. a hard, That's a, I, I think that's the hardest art to mm-hmm. to to do, you know, out of all the arts. Oh, for sure. And he's out there hustling every single day, and Marlo's producing and doing shows and mm-hmm. what have you. And and so we always try mm-hmm. to tell people, you know, hey, keep it up. Keep, that's why we bring people like you. Appreciate people that, that are still, that, that are close to the top or at the top, mm-hmm. or I don't know what the top is for you. Everyone has mm-hmm. a different idea. But mm-hmm. that you... You can give some kind of advice, some kind of, you know, hey, look, I've been through that shit. I've been through the bottom. I've been through the nose. I've been through. Because mm-hmm. everyone, when they're doing it, when they're in the, in the middle of it, they believe that they're the only ones that get sure. no. They, they're the only ones that get yeah. rejected. They're the only ones that are, aren't seeing the success, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that you're seeing now. Yeah. But they have to understand that it's a process. And this I think is, that's what we lose. This is why I hate little kid singers. Like a little <laughs> kid who's a singer. Yeah. Like, well, you have no... What are you singing these songs for? You have no idea what any of these words mean. You don't feel any of these emotions. You got a nice voice and fucking beat it. Like I want to hear somebody who's been through some life. You know? yeah. Like I want to hear, I want to hear that pain in your voice. I want to hear the experience in your voice. I don't want some little kid fucking try to sing sad songs. Like what are you sing? What are you sad about? Did you get spaghettios last night? Where do you get out of here? Oh no! <laughs> so so you know, uh, speak on that. Speak on some of the the the, the things that you've gone through. Yeah, um, I mean, it's not like word for word that I talk about, but my my upbringing definitely was not easy. But mm-hmm. it also, I wouldn't say that it's like the worst because I know it. You know, other folks have gone through way worse things than I have. Um, but childhood was not the best for myself and my siblings. I'm the youngest of seven. Um, yeah, the baby. Uh, some of which are tapping in right now. Shout out to my sis, Steph. I see you. Um, but I think um, having going, having gone through what I did, um, I've always been so independent. And I think uh, it's really good to speak on that in terms of like taking your challenges head on and using it as fuel to like do what you want to do next, you know? Um, so like I have one of the tracks called Sensation, which was off my W45 with Sultan Records. And that one's talking about like, you are the only one who's basically limiting yourself. You're the one holding yourself back from doing what you want to do. So if you stop just thinking about like what could go wrong or like overthinking it and just do it, like you can make it happen. So like, you know how they talk about like manifesting it and making yeah. it into reality. And that's reality of talk it. Like if you, if, yeah, like do it, do it. If you have it in your mind, like do it. All you have to do is be consistent about it like you can't just start it and just be like you know what let me take a break no keep at it keep at it um so that's like one of the songs that talks or speaks on that you know yeah because yeah. you've already created it once you create it in your mind that the creation is done mm-hmm. all you have to do is fulfill it 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and yeah. I think that's the that's the part that we get lost at. And, and mm-hmm. the people like, you know, the first little hiccup, it's like, ah, oh, man, it's not for me. Discouraged, Bro, yeah. you already thought about it. You already have the answer. Just mm-hmm. get there. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's hard. It, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. We started from three guys just hanging out, coming here every week. And then, you know, one day it just blossomed to what it is. Yeah. And now we, you know, we got awesome guests like yourself and mm-hmm. other artists that you've had on here that, mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've loved, you know. And I only ask you for the artist and not not that, you know, this is just my opinion mm-hmm. that I hear. And I'm like, damn, these guys, are fuck, they, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have ear ringers, you have yourself and, and guys like that and, and groups and yourself and yeah. that I just hear and I'm going like, man, I mean, I can I can see the success. I can see where it's going, mm-hmm. you know. But that's also why I say like it's a community support because mm-hmm. even you, pro- you know, providing this opportunity for me to even come and chat with y'all, speak a little bit about myself, the music I'm doing, like that's taking part in my future success too, you know? Like folks who I've never met before or folks who've never even heard of me are now, oh, who's Maria Sanchez? All right, I'll take a minute to check it out. Oh, I dig it, you know? So that's why I say it's always a a community. It's never like you're doing this alone, yeah. No, an opportunity, you know, blossoms opportunity you know what yeah. i'm saying like we need people to come on the show so we can talk to <laughs> and you know like yourself and yeah. then you know again like i said there's, there's some there's a guy in new jersey that probably is gonna buy your record right Ron? <laughs> right Ron? get it d yeah. buy that shit um, but yeah man it, it's yeah. always great to to just you know i love success you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and when i have when we have guests not i when we have guests mm-hmm. um on here you know we've had a mechanic and now you know hector has his own shop and he's working on Lamborghinis and you, race cars. Yeah, like mm-hmm. this guy works on some crazy ass shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And he still lets me go to his shop and tinker with my truck. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, every in every genre, we've had you know tattoo Cody. We've had here yeah. tattoo artists. We've had mm-hmm. uh, stand up comedians as well that Johnny uh, has brought on mm-hmm. and other people that do stuff. And just you know, seeing people moving and doing and shaking—that's what yeah. you know. It motivates you, and then, and I know Johnny uses this a lot to come in here and get that 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 energy back. You know, he's like a Tesla in here, man. Just plugged in, <laughs> yeah. getting that power, and then he goes out there and he does his thing, man. And mm. I, I see nothing but success for everyone that that's associated with you know yeah. everyone here, man. Like Mario's come up huge you know and doing all kinds of it really shit. is wild it is <laughs> like it's wild like coming here and see and hearing people's stories and then seeing where they are a year later seeing yeah. where they are like how or what it's you mm-hmm. and mario's a fucking great example like this fool had no jobs when i got i had too many jobs <laughs> but i mean in, in in what you wanted like that specific like that lucha libre and you just like now you're producing like some of the biggest shows in LA. Yeah, you know man, it's it's wild, but like she said, you just keep grinding, you keep doing, yeah. and you figure shit out, and you get the idea, and you got to figure out how to get there. Most I, most of the people fall off the wagon. We're yeah, like, I don't want to do it. I don't I know. It's people, too hard. I tell these fucking dudes all the time, especially stand-up comics, that this city, mm-hmm. this industry, like all all entertainment, all of it, it's it's one question. And it's the same question every day. And it's, are you tough enough? Mm. Like, that's it. Are you tough enough? Like, are you tough enough to get up and do it today? Are you tough? Mm. And that's every day you have to be like, yes. And then some days it's no. But <laughs> then you got to get, get up, up anyway. anyway. <laughs> but but you know it. what? Are you fucking tough enough? I think something man? you brought up last week, um, 
you're in the major leagues. This is LA. Mm -hmm. This is where mm -hmm. everyone comes to become yeah. huge. And this is where you're yeah. starting. You know what I'm saying? So you're not getting the opportunity that all these other people do from other other all these other states right. and they get yeah. to work on their craft and then they get to hone it and then bring it here. It's like no. go, it's like going to prison. In California, you go to the major leagues immediately. Yeah. There is no minors oh, here. No. Same thing with entertainment. There is no there is no minor leagues here. You're already in the playoffs. Like you're already And not only with against people that are here, against mm -hmm. people the that world. are coming from here. Right. Yeah. From, from everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, and for you to be, you know, doing what you do, I mean, there's yeah. I mean, we all know there's all kinds of people that are trying to do what you do. No, for sure. And, and that's why I say, like, it's never guaranteed, you know, but as long as you stay consistent. Like, I, I've i been doing music, I, I would say, like, dedicating more time since how I mentioned, like, 2018. 2021, yeah, 2021 was when I officially released original music. And I took a chance and I was like, all right, let's do it. So that's when I released with the Sweden label. Um, but I had had I not taken, like, certain opportunities they would have never even discovered me, sure. you know? So, yeah. yeah. Was there a day that you just, had you been writing songs the whole time? Or was there a day that you decided, I'm going to start writing no, songs? No, yeah. I, my siblings can probably speak on it. I had like a, a songbook since I was like little and I, I would like write different stuff. Of course, like looking back, I would probably not sing that now. <laughs> but like, it obviously sh goes to show that like you're writing down what you're feeling. You're writing down what you're seeing, what you're experiencing. Um, but... Mom, what was the other question? <laughs> no, I, how, how important was the bass of listening to? You could talk about uh, mm -hmm. that you were singing covers, like mm -hmm. singing other to your songwriting process, to learning how yeah. like this is how you do it. You know, I don't think it it had much of an impact when it came to the lyrics writing because I I've always loved writing like since not even just about music like just in, in general you know, um, but I think what it allowed me to do is to listen to maybe more of the structure, I guess That's you could what say I was of a song. About. Yeah. Um because the way that I, I do my music or the way that I write my music is I'll listen to an instrumental and I'll freestyle over it. Now I like rapping. I can't rap sure. or maybe I can't, I don't know. But <laughs> but I'll I'll freestyle over it and then I'll listen and I'm like, oh there's a basic enough structure. Then I'll, you know, remodel like the lyrics, the what's the chorus, what's the verse and all that. But that's the way that I do my lyrics. I know other folks generally start writing their lyrics before they listen to music. Um sure. but that's just the way I work. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. There's no wrong or right way as long as the job gets done and you're yeah. enjoying the whole entire time. I agree. Uh, do you have any live performances lined up pretty soon that we can go check you um, out? We haven't announced it, and I hope they don't get <gasps> uh -oh. bad. But um, so we're looking at maybe March 25th. We're gonna be in San Jose um, okay. with uh, Raza de Sol. We'll be doing a, a two-hour set. Oh shit! Yeah, so we're super stoked. A lot of original music uh, as well as covers, and um, we're potentially gonna have a show in San Diego before then as well, or maybe even after. Um, but we don't have logistics for that yet. Got it. How maybe maybe in IE as well. Yeah. Maybe in IE You know well. what? I'm trying to put on a show for Riverside because I'm from Riverside. Right. And, uh, you know, yeah. I got to put on for my city and go show some love. I, I definitely have some some folks who show love from out there as well. So Yeah, we, we'll might, get, we might get yeah. her on a, on a rumble. Hey, like there we go. There, Let's you know make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> How hard was yeah. it to create your band? Because I know you're saying that you finally got it together. Yeah. And trying to... I think it's even even I think with music, mm -hmm. it's really hard when you're you have this idea of what you want to do and to try to get everybody on board yeah. to your idea. 
Because, you know, as you're a musician, they yeah. want they have ideas of what they sure, want to do. I got some ideas, too. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, it was probably the most difficult aspect of creating music. Mm -hmm. So, fortunately, the first person who joined my band was Esteban from Chicano Shuffle. So, he plays guitar. And we got connected through my grito um, industry. So, we had started just rehearsing on music. Literally, within a week or two of meeting, we wrote three new songs. Oh, and wow. that's just how... And the reason I know he, he or I knew he was going to be part of my band is this fool did a video of uh, my song Dynamite, I believe, without That's me dynamite. asking, without like me saying, like, can you just play it just so I can hear like how you play? Nope. He sent them the video. They sent it to me. I'm like, yep, let's do it. He's taking initiative. I love that. I love yeah. when people take initiative without having to tell them, like, can you do this and that, you know, and this is how I want you to do it. Like, yeah. Like and he killed it. I'll say that. Um and then after that, it was just a, a process of like putting up ads on like Craigslist just to get like a drummer. So then we solidified our drummer. Um, eventually, uh, I had a Vinny who plays with Adrian Carmine as well. So he's a buddy. We got him on bass. Um, and then I got my girl Jazz on vocals. And she had connected with me prior to me actually doing actual music. And she was like, hey, like if you ever want to sing or like anything like that, like you know, let me know. And literally a, a year later, I followed up with her and I was like, hey, here's an opportunity. Like, you want to come out? And now she's she stuck with me for life. Um, and then the last person we brought on was uh, Jacob. He's our keyboardist. And um, we got connected through a mutual friend and he he picked up quick. Like, we, my, I feel like my band is like tight. Like, I, we yeah. feel like a community, like a family. Like, it, like I was mentioning um, in an interview recently, like a um, online that, I feel like rehearsals are just us jamming. Shows are just us jamming. And the fact that I even feel that way, like, that already speaks volumes to me. Like, I can trust them on us doing shows, on, like, you know, uh, for me personally, I feel like communication is key. And I'm very, very transparent with anyone I, you know, I'm in connection with. So, and they know that as well. So I, I appreciate that they reciprocate that for me. So, but yeah, it was, it was like a, what, four-month, three-month process for me to solidify the band. But as soon as we got together, we started doing shows back to back, like the last, uh, what was it, like maybe four or six months of the year, last year? Yeah. I love watching a band. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We're <laughs> out there talking to each other and doing jamming and like having yeah. fun. And I'm like, there is, like, I've never been in a band. I don't play any music. I can't sing. And like, that's still, like, it's fucking magic to watch people up there do it and seeing, like, what happens live, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, the not mistakes, you don't want to call yeah. them mistakes, but, like, the little changes, the, mm -hmm. shit that, mm -hmm. the shit that goes on. I love when you can see, like, I always want to figure out what they're talking to each other about. When they'll go to the side, away from the mic, start, like, Ugh! and it's like, oh, what's, <laughs> what's happening right now? You know? <laughs> yeah, but what I like about Maria is that whether you're listening to her music on Spotify and you're cruising, uh, you're cruising in your car, you're chilling at the pad, mm -hmm. you're... You're, you're having a party with a group of friends. The music rocks, but when you see her live in, in a concert, she she's one of those entertainers that, like I mentioned earlier, the ability to connect with people, right? When you're seeing her up on stage, I mean, you can tell that she owns those lyrics. She's mm -hmm. lived through those lyrics. And her capability to really capture the audience and connect with them, and even in, in between songs, to really mm -hmm. react with the, with the audience, to me, when I go to a show, that's what I want. Sure. That's what I want to get out of it. And yeah. that's still absolutely what she delivers. That stage presence. The stage yep. presence. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's always the hardest part because you see some people up there, great artists, great this and that. But as soon as the song's done, they're like, 
you know, trying to look away. <laughs> yeah. like, what, what am I going to talk about? Yeah, uh, you next can't, song, you let's can't go. teach somebody how to connect with an audience. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's just no one. They either have to have it or they got to figure it out. Yeah, that's, Sometimes that's very true. Yeah. Um, I think for me, though, it comes naturally because I'm just such a, a social butterfly. Like, I, I do a lot of stuff solo. I'll go to a show solo, like whatever, you know, I, I do photography, too. So I'll, I'll just take it with me when I, I go to a show and I'll just do some concert photography. But that that's, I think, also why I feel so comfortable on stage is that I already myself, like I can isolate myself or I can put myself in a group and I'm good. Yeah. That's right. awesome. Talking to the people, and, 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 and we have uh, your parents your are parents watching. Very proud of you. Oh, excited. Cute. Shout out to my pops, David, and my mom, Otilia. I know y'all watching too. Yeah, and we also got Steve's going to move out to California. I see that. Steven Polanco, uh, he, uh, he's relocated apparently from Utah. He's going to live right on that stage no, right there. No, <laughs> no, no. Chair. Now he can sleep on that chair. I, I already have uh, Puerto Rican refugees that stay here. I can't take any more internet strays at the studio. <laughs> I just can't, man. just can't. Uh, shout out to Manolo. Manolo just did a run, and he's going to be back for Lucha Vavum. So if you like Manolo and all his crazy videos, keep the eye out for the Manolo show next month. Oh, yeah, that guy stayed here a couple times, right? Uh, yes, he just went. He, he, he was here for about four days this past week, last week. <laughs> Oh, shoot. I would like to do that. Just show up. So I'd be like, man, that couch looks like. I like to stay. You don't mind if I crash here for a little <laughs> bit, right? Just... I mean, the pics, the, the studios here is to save everyone's lives, no matter how epic the, the, the trip may be. So, absolutely. You heard of that. We can stop in whenever, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. As, long as, as long as I'm here. You're from, you're from Riverside on the way home. You're like, you know what? I can't, I can't yeah. go all the way. I'm just chill. Stop that right here. Riverside. I know I'm on knock, go. knock. Guess who? No. <laughs> Let me like, what type of photography? Do you do? Because I, when I was in mm -hmm. high school, I wanted to be a photographer. Yeah. Um, I, you know, done dabbled with it here and there, mm -hmm. and then I ended up being a radio broadcaster. But yeah, not. Hey, you could still do it though. I, I, I still, yeah. I still mess with it. You mm -hmm. know, I have my own. I have a uh, an Instagram page called Chorizo Grease. Ooh. Check it out. Oh, yeah, shit. we will. Yeah. We will. Um, I do more concert photography, so um, I love black and white. Like I just yeah. feel like it can tell a story. Um, but I love color shots too. You know. Um. It's funny, I actually did um, uh, a photo shoot for Chicano Shuffle. I did their their pictures for them that, that they used some for the announcements that they were working with Magrito Industries. Um, so I do a little bit of that, but it's more I feel like more of a hobby. Um, and I just take it with me whenever I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go to a show solo. Like I haven't seen this band or you know whatever. Because for me personally, I like to take uh, pictures for like an up and coming band. And not charge them. Like I'm like, here you go. Like here's some shots. If you sure. like them, cool. Like if not, then don't worry about it. Like, but that's no. how like all the famous artists. That's how you do it. it. Yeah. That's how you yeah. do it, man. Like you that's got you, the, you have the show like uh, when you saw the Dogtown Skaters. There was just a guy there with the camera, and now he became famous. The guys from Rolling Stones, all these guys, mm -hmm. they were just at the shows, yeah. hanging out, taking photos. Yeah. And like you're saying, up and coming artists. Yeah. Next thing you know, they're huge, and your photos are the ones getting used, right? Yeah. And being put and published and stuff. I, I've had some some photos used by like other bands for sure, like mm -hmm. uh, or just even like reposted. Um, probably one of my favorite shows is uh, Lady Ray, who's on Big Crown Records. Uh, I took my camera with me. I took some photos, and they reposted them. They did, you know, they liked them, so that was pretty cool. But I think that's also a way to connect with other artists. For me personally, just sure. as you know, as an actual singer, um, I've been able to introduce myself to certain artists and just say, like, you know, apart from like photography, like I, I sing too. So, yeah. Do you feel like uh, 
being a performer influences your photography? Like it doing concert photography? Yeah, that's a really good question. I would say 100% because for me personally, when I'm using my camera, I'm trying to get shots like that I would have liked. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wish someone would take this picture of me. (laughs) I'm like, look at this. Like, you want to remember this specific moment. And I think that's what these pictures do is that they remind you about a specific moment in time or about that show, like what was going on during that time, you know? Yeah. Are you in charge of your photography for your crew? I am. We actually have a, a photo shoot coming up. I told them, I'm like, y'all better come dressed to impress. Like, um, I'm, so I'm going to do some portrait shots for them because um, I want to add them to my website. You know, let folks know that I don't do this by myself. Like, mm-hmm. I have a, my whole band with me who supports me in, in the new music specifically. Um, so, yeah. That's coming and, up. and are you going under Groovy MS or? The, I'm glad you brought this up because everyone always asks me. So... For music, like when I'm, you know, releasing music on Spotify and all that, I go by Maria Sanchez because that's my name. Mm-hmm. Um, Groovy MS, I think, is just like a, what do they call it? A, Alter a, Ego? No. like Stage name? Not even. What is it? A, alias name? Or alias, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, just because, uh, I don't know, like sometimes it's so much to say Maria Sanchez, even though it's a short name, but like Groovy MS. Um, I've had people call me that. And the... I think the the thing I like to talk about this is that if you make it like a thing where like you're calling yourself that name, people will catch on and oh, they start yeah. calling you that. Cause that's how it started with me. Like I started uh, my Groovy MS page, and then I just anytime I introduce myself in a video, I'm like, oh, I'm Maria Sanchez, aka Groovy MS, and people picked up and they started calling me that, you know. But no, Maria Sanchez is really Isn't what it? I release. Yeah. Do you know anything about that, Mario eighty <laughs> one? <laughs> <laughs> That name was even given to me by somebody else. <laughs> but no, Johnny, I don't. <laughs> but we're super excited. You got, once again, what are those dates so that we can keep that stuff in the calendar that we can go check it out? for? Yeah. It's March, right? Yeah, so March 25th, uh, we'll be in San Jose at Mama Kin's. But we haven't announced it yet officially. Um, but we'll be out there in San Jose doing like a two-hour set. Um, be- before or after then, we'll have another show, um, hopefully in San Diego. Um, but right now, I think our priority is to work on the new music because we have like 10, 12 songs in the works and we're just trying to get them all done and, you know, get them recorded because test pressing takes forever. Sure. So, is it still yeah. like six months to a year? Yeah, this this one was, I think, a year wait. Um, and I had started this release first with uh, Soltune in Sweden. So we press with um, a company in Finland. They're called Timion Records. Um, and it was, yeah, it was a Wow. How's that wait? Like to wait for something that you know you've it's already like, done. It's just like, oh, oh I can almost be like, yeah. yeah. The thing is though, when you're supporting like these smaller uh, companies, it's and obviously for them to have that long of a wait, they must be that good. Yeah. So when you're looking at the quality of the record that you're getting, that's why folks think it's worth it. And I, and I would agree. You know. Are you having yeah. any other artists gonna come on this new with you do some stuff or do you have any? That's a good question. Uh, I haven't even thought about that. Um, I think right now it's all original work. Uh, I know I have some some collaborations coming out for sure with other artists. Mm-hmm. Um, so for instance, like Carlton, I don't Carlton Smith. I don't know if y'all are familiar with him, but he's from. No, I don't know if he's from Turkey, but I know he does a lot of shows out there. Um, but we're we're coming out with a collab. Um, it's just definitely a soulful tune. Professor uh, Galactico, who's also on Migrito Industries, we're working on something, as well as Harlot Sweetwater. Uh, very different music in a sense, but we got something in the works as well. Um, who else? 
I think that's it for now, so far. Yeah. Are you making any appearances on other people's stuff? Well, yeah, they're basically oh, those, you're those folks. On yeah. Them. Okay. Yeah. Then, so they're not gonna be I'll on be your... like the feature on theirs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Is there anyone that you want to work with that you haven't, or that you can see yourself working with in the future? Um, Lady Ray for sure. Yeah. Uh, I love her sound, and I know she's been in the game for a while. You know, back when she used to do music with Missy Elliott and all that. Um. As a female vocalist, I would say her. Of course, I love like Duran Jones and the Indications, um, Kelly Finnegan, you know, all that. Um, in the R&B world, hey, if I ever get a chance to do some music with Erica Badu, hell yeah, sure. I love her. Yeah, Erica so. Badu's tight for mm -hmm. sure. Well, I'm a little confused because those are all great names, oh. but there's been plenty of nights that Maria's come over to my house <laughs> and we've drank in the garage, plenty of IPAs. Don't be telling people that. She's, she's heard me singing. <laughs> And I thought you were going to come out uh, with a song with me or something. I sing horribly, but... <laughs> There's actually a funny story. Uh, when uh, Harless and I had started working on the song that we'll eventually put out, um, we had him come in on, like, a, just to sing, because it was still in the works. Like, we were just barely writing it. And he got down on some lyrics, but he was definitely on a couple drinks <laughs> in, you know? <laughs> After that, we tried to recreate it. He couldn't do it. Nope. Yeah. It's a magical mm. window. It's a yeah, small window. for sure. Yeah. Wrestler, you singer. You got hey, he's everything, huh? Multifaceted. Producer. <laughs> Thread the needle. Not yeah. good at any of it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You just got to keep doing it, man. <laughs> How about yeah, venues? Venues, any venues that you like that you want to play at? Because I know people like, the, you know, want to play the Palladium. They want to play yeah. the Palladium. You know what? I, I would have to say that, unfortunately, I don't have too much knowledge about, like, the bigger venues or anything mm -hmm. like that. And I probably should because just like you mentioned, like those are maybe like goals that I should, you know, put mm -hmm. for myself. Um, my band, I would say, are, are the ones who know more about like venues or what they yeah. think is like quality or where we sure. should be. Um, I, of course, want to have the good sound. That's all that really matters to me, honestly. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, because you have the Fox Theater out there, mm -hmm. you know, and you're in Neck of the Woods. You mm -hmm. have the Palladium. You have the... Uh, Fonda, mm -hmm. and uh, they've had you know great artists perform. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, and then, then from there you go to the you know the bigger stuff, the Staples. What about Center, the Glass House yeah. in Pomona? The Glass House in Pomona <laughs> as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've had a, quite a few people come through there. I've, I've, I've draw. I've. That's the only reason I've ever driven out to Pomona. Where the is Glass to House? See shows. Yeah. yeah I mean, I've it. seen stuff at the Fox Theater. You know, with some great artists and stuff like that as well. Yeah. And I was like, you know, think about. I've always wanted, I mean, everyone's dreamed of being a rock and roll star or singer sure. and shit. So <laughs> I always see them perform and you're always looking up going like, man, I wish I can control a crowd. You know what? When I make it, because I will, we will as a band and as, you know, as a label, I'm going to bring you as a guest appearance. Tell her about I'm your band. Have you rock Woo. out. Tell her yeah. about your band. Why? Well, I do have a Norteño oh, band. Oh, what yeah, the yeah, hell? Yeah. Why are you holding back? Yeah. Well, because it doesn't exist. See, I do everything backwards you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying so it's called el triste y el feliz emociones norteños mm. that's the name of the album i already mm -hmm. have that you know what i'm saying like okay, okay. and i also have a punk band it's called bloodthirsty truckers <laughs> uninnocent victims is the name Jeez. of the album so like i do shit backwards because mm -hmm. i already see the end product now i just have to get there you know that's dope though hey yeah. as long as you have the vision like we said so i already have, the, I already have the, co the cover out yeah you know stuff I, I have it all logos that's the it. whole nine all you have to do is know where you're at, 
I know where you want to go. Yeah. And it's like, all right, now I just have to figure out mm-hmm. how to get there. Like, yeah. how do I get there? Because you can't plan everything in between, you know? You can, but is it going to go that way? You Probably gotta not. Start, yeah. You got to know where you're yeah. trying to get to and keep going in that direction. That's yeah. it. And when you start doing something like, you know, having a dream and then you start, no matter what or what angle or what side you're doing it from, mm-hmm. you start chipping away at it. Is this you're that close? You're you're getting closer to what that goal is. Yeah. Doesn't matter where you're starting from or what you're chipping away at. Mm-hmm. I've already there's guys that have been have been in bands for years. They don't got artwork. They don't got names sure. for albums. They don't have yeah. titles yeah. for songs. I already got that. Now I just have to you know get the rest of this stuff. <laughs> we'll get it. Adrian Cartman actually was when we interviewed him. He was like, oh, I'm down. I'm down. Oh, to be in your band? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, the thing with Felice. There you go. <laughs> One yeah. step closer to becoming more reality. It's about to be yeah. manifested. It's going to be supplied all by My Grito Industries. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's what we're going to be on the uh, label, That's what we're here to announce the signing. Yeah, and, uh, Steve's Norteño band. <laughs> they can give you a label. They can give you a band, but they can't give me a motherfucking bus or a goddamn shirt. I like how this works. Yeah. Hey, it's all right, hey, though. We still love the, you, Oscar. Yeah, we got they, they know where the talent's at. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got a patch today, too. Yeah. Put it up there. Put yeah, it in yeah. the camera. How about merch? Do you have merch? I do. I should have worn it, but you know what? I was like, nah, not today. Um, I do have a couple Groovy MS t-shirts with uh, this specific uh, design. So it's like the low rider with Hell the palm yeah. trees oh, in the nice. back. Oh, nice. Um, but those are almost gone, so I'm working on a, a new project with one of our homies, Steven, um, to put out a new design and possibly might get this actually on some t shirts, some black t shirts. Oh, um, cool. oh, that'd be cool. <clears throat> yeah. Down with that. All I ask is 3XL. Hey, I yeah, got for you. the dudes. I always tell people, man, you got you gotta can't forget the big dudes. And we'll buy uh-huh. because there's not too many people make it for us. Yeah. So we'll buy. We'll buy and buy. I got you. Heck You're yeah. already on my list. Yeah. No, I mean I will buy it. as long as the, as long as I go on the website and it says 3XL available, so I'm, buy now. I'm buying. <laughs> I'm buying two of them. One for now, one for later. That's there right. you go. I keep one on the hanger. You have to. <laughs> I learned that from Johnny. He's like, you know what? Cause Johnny wears black shirts off. So he's like, you know what? When he sees a dope logo, he's like, mm-hmm. oh, I get two of them. Because uh, you're not gonna see that again. Yeah. You know, so you you know, and then art artwork like mm-hmm. that is pretty dope. You know? Yeah. Especially when you see like band merch. Especially when they get down with it, that's yeah. yeah you got to get two. It's important. Yeah. And then a post. It's important. Yeah. There's. Do you know how many people out in the world see the Crimson Skull? They have no idea about the Misfits, yeah. but they know that logo. They know. They know Black Flag bars. Never heard the mm-hmm. fucking song. Like they know. That's true. Like they like that part of it is fucking important. Yeah, visuals speak volumes for yeah. sure. Yeah, and, and being a photographer, like you understand, like. like mm-hmm having the vision for what you want this to be it's like I, you know like yeah okay you just gotta keep reading i'm like if i can if i'll rock it myself i know other people right. will yeah absolutely yeah. there was uh the first time <laughs> the first time i ever saw large frederick anywhere we were backstage to show he's wearing all white and he had a white rancid shirt on and someone said why are you wearing your own merch why are you wearing a ranch shirt and he goes this is my favorite fucking band <laughs> and i was like <laughs> And I was like, all right, cool, man. But he, had, he was rocking his shit, you know? He designed Proud it. Proud of it. Exactly. Proud yeah, of it. Yeah, I've always thought about that kind of thing. Don't wear the jersey. Don't wear the band merch to the, uh, to the you know, concert. Mm-hmm. Why not? I only get Ooh. to see him once in a while, and I want yeah. you know, I want you to know that I'm repping you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I always wear it. I don't, you know, I don't care what people say. Because it's, you know, yeah. that's your, you're there for a reason, and I want you to, I want you to see me and be like, I mean, if you see me, I, you know, who knows, but be like, oh, hell yeah, that fool's like down for my shit. 
you know, especially for, for music, you know. And, yeah. it, and it feels good. I mean, first of all, at our age, we don't give a fuck what people think yeah. about us. <laughs> but secondly, when after the show, when you're when you're going to King Tacos and you see somebody else rocking the same shirt, yeah. you're like, we were just there. Hell yeah. There's a little bit of a connection. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Not sure. only that, but it, it just it lets the artists know that you're listening. Like, yeah. it, I think I've seen a, like one or two people like at a show that we had, and they had a t-shirt, and I was like, no way! Like, let me take a picture yeah. of you. Like, that's so <laughs> sick, you know? Yeah. I love to see it, and I know like the same thing that people they get too much in their head. They're like, oh, they're th- they're gonna think I'm a weirdo. Like, no, like that's what merch is for to go support, yep. show that you're listening, you know? But I think yeah. it's it's super humbling, like for you as an artist, and for us as mm-hmm. a young label. Anytime that we do see somebody wearing the merch, mm-hmm. it, it still throws us back. It's like, first of all, gratitude, but at the same mm-hmm. time, humbling. Like, like fuck, they actually shit. gave a <laughs> shit to buy a shirt yeah. and yeah. support us. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Take their money, the hard-earned money, and buy something and wear it. And yeah, yeah no, yeah. It, is, yeah. it is. It is. Rep it. Repping yeah. it, definitely. So where, where can we find you? On the socials? Yeah, so my Instagram is groovy underscore MS. So that's groovy Maria Sanchez, mm-hmm. basically. Um, I do have a web store, so that's uh, groovyms.com. Um, what kind of stuff's on there? Just t-shirts, uh, buttons? Yeah, I have a couple t-shirts on there, I think, and uh, this limited edition 45 because we, we pressed uh, maybe 200 of these limited edition ones with the jacket and then just uh, maybe, I think, 300 of regular without this specific jacket. Um, but yeah, those are on the website. Um, each one comes with some stickers, hand-packed with love by your girl herself. Aww. Um little message, you know, thank you so much. Hell, oh, that's the um, nah, I love what I would. That yeah. is good. <laughs> um, I believe Magrito Industries also has them on their website as well. And we some do. Magrito t-shirts. Um, but new designs coming out for sure. Very Hell soon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And then you have a potential show coming up uh, yes. as well. Yes. And um, you're on Magrito Industries as, as well as we are. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to thank you for coming out. Yeah. It was awesome. Thank that you. video thank was you. dope. Yeah. Um, your music sounds amazing. Appreciate it. I hope you. to work with you. Yes. You know, and, yeah. and have you at one of my shows out there. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you come out and do some mm-hmm. do some stuff? I think you'd you'd be great. Yeah. Fit right into what we're doing. I, um, I mean, I experienced it. You know, as a, a I guess a consumer, mm-hmm. like I've attended, and I love the events. You just like you. We were talking a little bit before we started recording. You have a little bit of everything. You have the wrestling. You have the music. The micheladas. Like just the vibe, right? It's like the atmosphere that you're in with other folks who enjoy all that so well when i first started it you know i was thinking of a, of a southern california cultural event mm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and that's what we are in southern california we we know as latinos we like cars you know and it's yeah. not just lowriders we have rat rods there we have mm-hmm. you know customs and we have you know different stuff and then lucha libre we all love lucha libre mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and we don't just have luchadores we have guys yeah. that are you know mario you know has brought some guys and alex as well mm-hmm. and guys that are like on aew you and know, stuff like that you so. know who's there sometimes right Wrestling? Who? Do you know who's there sometimes wrestling at the Michelada Rumble, Mario? (laughs) (laughs) The chickens! The crazy chickens. Crazy chickens, man. But yeah, so that's what I tried to do for (laughs) Chronicle Dancing, Mariachi music, and then... And then mm-hmm. just music in general, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, we would love to have you, and there's something that Michaelito and myself mm-hmm. will will get in, and with you as well, and try to mm-hmm. try to create something. But yeah. thank you for coming out here. Of course. Uh, uh, before ahead. we head out, though, um, I did want to give away a one of these copies of the limited edition 45. Oh. Um, so if you want to let them know where to call. Yeah. Um, when you call in, just introduce yourself, say what's up, and. 
If you can remember any of the lyrics or sing them, please feel free to go ahead and do that. So first caller, guys, call in at 909-475-7449. I thought Johnny was going to help me, but he was drinking right there. But 909-475-7449. Thank you, Johnny. Hell yeah. Uh, first caller to call in gets a free 45, has free stickers packed with love. Does that one also have a love note on it? Not yet. Not yet, but, but it, it will. will. It will. It yeah. will. Anyone, guys, come on. Give us a call. Bastard. I'm sure everyone's listening on through their phone and they don't know how to like dial <laughs> up. They don't know how. They don't have it right in front of them. That's 909-475-7449. Not everyone has two phones, huh? No, <laughs> not, not everyone's balling like that. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll give him a minute. Maybe someone will call in right now. Uh, Johnny, stall for a minute. So I have a show coming up. February, yeah. f- February ah. 5th. Uh, February 5th at the Good Night in Burbank. I'll be there tomorrow night. There's a super fun show called The Riff Raff at Third Wheel Hollywood. I'm going first. The show starts, at, show starts at 10. I'll be there. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And February 5th. At, and I think I'm going to go up to the Santa Rosa Tattoo Convention in February at the third weekend of February do stand up up there too at oh. Tattoo. Yeah, it's got asked to the Nick called me today. When Nick texted me today and asked me he was like, "Do you want to, you know, would you do that?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, you know." You'd hang like, out with Nick. Yeah, and the plus I owe, you know, it's like tattooing is a I owe. And so it's like I would like to go. This is part of giving, giving back, back yeah, you know. Yeah. Which would be awesome. Pretty fucking cool. Give it back, Johnny. We're going to give it back to wrestling because this Thursday at the 1720 Warehouse in downtown LA, you got to go check out our friends from Circle Six. If you love that deathmatch shit, you love blood and you love fucking weapons. Guts. Uh, that's just the outside of the venue before you walk into the fucking match. Yeah. So uh, once you get past everything else and you get inside. Seven, that's what it's called, right? Seven. 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 Right. That's seven. Match wrestling. Seven. Woo. Warehouse. What's it? 1720? 1720 Warehouse in downtown LA. I forget what street. I think that's 16th Street. You and know, also Lucha Vavum. Lucha Vavum returns to the beautiful Mayan in downtown LA, happening on February 8th and 9th. Tickets still available. This shit's almost sold out, Johnny. Valentine's Day shows are the best ones. Puro Puro amor. It's, it's fun every time, but the Valentine's Day shows Absolutely. are the fucking yeah. best ones. And then for a Michelin Rumble, we will be, you know, soon announcing uh, some dates. But yeah, so uh, and we'll have our resident DJ High C hanging, hanging out do, do, in the, do, do, do. In the studio. studio. He didn't Make want to be on DJ camera. But during your guys' hundredth uh, episode, you fucking killed it. You had everybody moving. Yeah, what he does. Was on point. He, was there. Yeah. he came out and, and, and you know blessed mm-hmm. us with the set out there. But yeah, definitely it was. Uh, it's gonna be cool, man. We got we got a couple shows. We got uh, Vegas. We have uh, the IE. Um, Los Angeles, Orange County. So we got we got some good shows coming up. Phoenix, you know, and get if, rumbling. If it's okay for me to throw a plug, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so it's plug time <laughs> with my grito. So we have these charity compilations that we've been doing already. We've done four. Um, they're called Mas Alto, and this is where an opportunity where people can go to Bandcamp and go ahead and make a donation to a charity that we choose, which the ch- the charity gets one hundred percent of the proceeds. We've had an opportunity to, you know, the first one we did know us without you when the pandemic started. That's when a lot of undocumented in- individuals that work in the back houses of the, all these restaurants, because they are not citizens, because they're not documented, they weren't getting support from the state. 
So there's charities like Know Us Without You that would go to help them out and provide food and other mm-hmm. things to help them out during that difficult time. That was the first charity. We did the Esperanza Immigrants' Rights Project to also help out mostly Latinos and understanding more of what the process is in order to get documented appropriately. Uh, we did the East Los Angeles Women's Center, mm-hmm. which helps out a lot of uh, a lot of individuals that need some, that support, whether they were physically abused, mentally abused. Um, uh, they do an incredible job. Women, men, it's all over the place, which, by the way, Maria had an opportunity to actually perform mm-hmm. at one of their nice. events. And, th- oh, yeah. and that meant a lot. And she had an opportunity to see firsthand what yeah. this charity does. Um, the last one we did was uh, the Emo Brown Foundation, which is another uh, another podcast that we do sponsor. They're out of Chula Vista. And what they did is they, or what they do is they have these uh, scholarships that they give out to seven to eight individuals, most of the time Latinos, to, we're talking about $10,000 each for them to go to college, to go mm-hmm. to university, to further their education. This year, and we haven't announced it yet, but I figured I could do it here on the West Coast Pop Lock podcast. Yeah. Um, we're going to be announcing it the first week of February. Um, the next charity that we decided to choose, and Maria had a big part in us locking this in, it's an um, it's an orphanage that's in in Mexico, in Baja California, in Tijuana. Um, Corazón de Vida. Um, they're they're an incredible, incredible, legit orphanage that does so much for a lot of the children in Mexico, and um, we decided to choose them because that's something that's very special to me, very special to us that we wanted to get back. Um, I know when I do my guide, we have a couple buddies that we hang out for for years. Um, And I've had the opportunity to go to all these different orphanages in Ensenada and Tijuana Mm -hmm. and and give what we can um, in the past. But now for us to be able to do it under the label and have all these amazing artists that are willing to provide their music, their talent, to create this Mas Alto compilation where other people can listen to the music on Bandcamp but also make a donation, whatever amount they want, a dollar, 20, it all goes to Corazón de Vida in, in Mexico. So we have all the artists from Magrito, they're gonna be providing a song, and we have all these other very talented artists, and some artists that we didn't even fucking expect that they would reply to our message, <laughs> but they did. I think when they realized that what the cause was, it sure. was no problem, it was a yeah. no-brainer, they wanted to help out. So, so we have that coming up. Hard to say no. <laughs> hard to say no. And if they do say no, like, they're oh, fucking assholes. Man. That's, that, that's where your bus money's at, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right, Mario? I see. We're helping kids. the children in We're TJ. The children. Right. You know what? When we went to wrestling, we helped the children, too. We gave we them did. really good seats. So we were out there trying to do good. So <laughs> absolutely, we're trying to change everyone's life at one show at a time. Not, not every superhero wears a cape. You know, so absolutely, we see how the we see how things are in TJ. It's fucking gnarly. It's beautiful. It's crazy. You don't want to go by yourself. You don't want to drink the water. You don't want to touch anything. You don't want to go barefoot. Do you take your own toilet paper because every sheet it costs twenty five cents? It is gnarly. Mario's dropping. But the tacos are dope. Yeah, hey, that birria was good. Yeah. That fucking uh, that all you can eat uh, Brazilian barbecue spot we hit up that one time. That shit was bomb as fuck. So there's some hidden treasures out there. I just wouldn't walk around barefoot or by yourself at night. And this hidden treasures on every Tuesday night. It's the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast live Fantastic. every Tuesday night, eight o'clock, coming to you from. Compton, California. It's the West Coast. The The number one live show in the world, West Coast Pop Love.
podcast coming to you from big studios in compton california featuring radio personality super steve flores comedian extraordinaire that dude johnny c and mr i'll do anything for a buck mario 